0: Hello and welcome to Guest Star from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors.
2: On both stage and screen. Mr. Edward Everett Horton. So prepare yourselves for a fine show as Harry Sosnick and the Savings Bonds Orchestra open the program with a special Sosnick arrangement of the hit tune You. <laughs> And now, our special guest, the noted actor of stage and screen, Mr. Edward Everett Horton. Mr. Horton is featured in a sketch written especially for the program by Morton Friedman, The Diary of a Bachelor.
1: Dear diary, I am bankrupt and I simply cannot understand it. Mr. Colton at the bank said it was merely because I had no money. I told him that was a ridiculous reason. I've never had money, just a trust fund. Oh, yes, the trust fund. Yes. <laughs> You'd quite forgotten about that, hadn't you? <laughs> I still have the trust.
2: Yes, Mr. Digby, you still have the trust.
1: <laughs> but no funds. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear me. Of course, you still have your house. You can get quite a bit for it these days. Sell the house? The old Digby Banner? Never, sir. Why, that house has been in our family for six generations. I was born there. My father was born there. And his father before him. And his father before him. And his father before him.
2: Sounds more like a maternity ward
1: than a house. You have no choice, Digby. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, I have. I, I'll sell my collection of recorded bird calls. Why, you couldn't sell them for a saw? no. Well then, I'll go to work. That is exactly what I'll do. I'll get a job. After all, I have abilities. I have talents. For what? I. Why, it, it, this is no time to be specific. Now let's face it, Digby. You simply I must. I will dig ditches first. I'll. I'll even marry a woman, but only for her money. I will sacrifice myself to save Digby Manor. Gladly.
2: You. You really mean what you're saying. Every word of it. Except gladly.
1: Ah, dear diary, how heavy my heart was as I left Mr. Colton's office. Then, a sudden ray of cheer came to me. Mrs. Peterson. Mrs. Peterson, my housekeeper. I could finally get rid of her. For 15 years, that, that woman had been the bane of my life. As a matter of fact, I've been considering firing her for several years. Now, I wouldn't have to fire her after all. Since I couldn't pay her, she would have to quit.
0: But, of course, I'll stand by you, Mr. Digby. Stand by? You mean you're not quitting? No,
1: sirree. Really. Oh, dear, dear, but I depended on you to quit.
0: Of course, you depended on me and I won't let you go. I
1: won't hear of it. No, Mrs. Peterson, I won't hear of it. Much as I appreciate your loyalty, I can't allow it. You must leave for home.
0: Mr. Vigley, do you realize I've been living here for over 15 years?
1: No one realizes it more.
0: Besides, where can I find a place to live these days?
1: Why, with Mr. Peterson.
0: Mr. Vigley, that's a very unkind thing of you to say to me. Why,
1: I I only suggested you go with your husband.
0: I've been a widow for 17 years. Goodbye.
1: Well a diary after she left. I picked up the evening paper, and there, on the front page was a picture of a young lady who offered to marry any man who would give her $10,000. Imagine, $10,000. Well, why couldn't I get someone to marry me for $10,000, too? After studying her picture very carefully, I must say, with all due modesty, that I was certainly as attractive as she, so I went to the newspaper office. I want to place this classified advertisement, if you please.
2: Uh, That's it, Bob. Uh, Handsome bachelor in prime of life. That's I. You don't say. I've never known it from looking at you. Uh, Prime of life, willing to embark on matrimony with neat, pleasant lady with $10,000. Reply, Box 10, City.
1: Do you think it'll work? Maybe.
2: With your face, you better close the deal by mail.
1: Well, dear diary, I got only one reply, a note. The note said, I am a widow in the full glory of womanhood with over $16,000. dollars will be at the public library Tuesday at 10 a.m. will wear two yellow roses on my coat. So, 10 o'clock Tuesday, I was at the library.
0: Hello, handsome bachelor in prime of life.
1: Oh, <laughs> Mrs. Peterson.
0: That advertisement was the silliest thing I ever heard. Of. Why, the
1: idea? How, how, how did you ever find out?
0: Me. Hmm. Haven't I been picking up your mail at Box 10 for 15 years now?
1: Oh, my. I wonder if anyone else recognized it.
0: And look how you're dressed. Rumpelstreet.
1: Well, I, I, I tried to press it.
0: With what? A waffle iron? And your shirt. Just look at your shirt.
1: Well, what's wrong with my shirt? It's clean. I washed it myself yesterday.
0: You get better results if you use soap. Do you? Any woman in her right mind would give you $10,000 to marry her the way you look?
1: Oh, no, I, I suppose not. And
0: if you found one crazy enough to do it, how long do you think she'd put up with you?
1: Not, not very long, huh?
0: She'd have to be out of her mind.
1: Oh, dear, I, I guess you're right.
0: How I've put up with you all these years, I'll never know. But here.
1: Oh, thank you, yes. Yeah. Oh, roses. Uh, oh, two yellow roses. Oh, dear. Oh, dear me, I. You you are the lady with the sixteen thousand.
0: Yes, me. When do we get married?
1: Married? Why? You said no woman in her right mind would marry me the way I look. Right. Well, she'd have to be crazy to put up with me. That's the fact. Well, then why do you want to marry me?
0: (laughs) I'm crazy.
1: Thank you, Edward Everett Harton. Mr. Horton, it was a swell performance. Oh, thank you, Mr. Elliott. I enjoyed playing the part, but I must confess that in real life, I would have considered Mr. Digby a very foolish man indeed. Oh? Why? Well, I can't understand anyone allowing a trust fund to become just a trust without funds. Not when there's a good, sound, safe investment available to it. You don't mean savings bonds by any chance? I do you? most certainly do. In these days of uncertainty, I believe that every financial reserve, trust fund, or home savings should contain a good block of United States savings bonds. And when you consider that anyone on a payroll can buy these bonds on an installment basis through the payroll savings plan, but there's really no reason why any American interested in a secure future for himself and his family can't set up such a reserve. And of course, for anyone who is self-employed, there's the bond amount plan available through his bank. Yes, sir, exactly Therefore, friends, let me urge you now to plan for a secure future through the regular purchase of United States savings bonds. Thank you, and goodbye. Goodbye,
2: Edward Everett Horton, and thanks for being with us. And now, friends, here's another fine selection from Harry Sosnick and the Saving Bonds Orchestra. Another You song, this time Harry's arrangement of Embraceable You. <laughs>